Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. What's up, everybody? It's Trey Smith back with another episode of the College Game Time Podcast. We are on a mission to become the number one show for American Athletic Conference uh, football and basketball fans. So today I'm going to get into some of this stuff that's floating around as I typically do. I'm going to try to apply some logic to it and, you know, may repeat myself a little bit on some things, but just want to want to talk through what's not changed as of today, the latest rumor mill, and then I want to look at the parallel to the Southwest Conference Big 8 ordeal and, and, and sort of the demise of the Southwest Conference, the merger with the Big 8. There are some similar parallels from that to what's happening right now, particularly with the PAC, but also want to like fully give you the history on what happened there so that you can apply some accurate context or, or, or some, some accurate information to today's current context with uh, the situation that we're seeing with the pack four. And, you know, like I said yesterday, will they rebuild? Will they merge? That, that those are the two options. So before I get into it, if you're watching on YouTube, please like subscribe, comment at the end, share it with a friend. Uh, if you're feeling generous, leave me a super thanks. Um, and if you're listening on any of the streaming platforms, uh, Spotify, Apple, uh, Google cast or something like that. Uh, I think it's on Amazon. Now, any of those platforms, if you're on there, uh, just give me a five-star review, leave a comment. Anything will help get this show up into the algorithm and exposed to more people so that more American athletic fans uh, can, can follow along. Well, let's jump right into it. First thing I'm going to talk about is what has not changed. What has not changed? The first thing that has not changed is that Stanford is the ultimate domino. They just are. A lot of rumors are swirling around even as of this morning. Um, and Stanford is still that, that chip that could like disrupt everything. How? Well, if they found a way, found a way to get themselves in the big 10, I told you they're going to make one last Hail Mary. If they haven't already done so they're going to, or if they choose to go independent. So they, they are a, a key domino in this whole ordeal, or at least a key domino in how this is going to play out. Uh, what else has not changed? Well, option one is still to rebuild the pack. I talked about that yesterday. Oliver Luck's not going to come in in week one, say, our only, our only hope here, guys, is to merge with a G5 conference. 
Even if in the back of his mind, that's what he believes to be true, you're not going to lead with that. So there's still a number one option to try and backfill and, and poach teams from both the American and the Mountain West to rebuild a, a reformed PAC conference. And then option two is a merger. And again, I'm going to be very clear. When I say merger, a merger means 100% schools from Conference A and 100% schools from Conference B come together to form a new conference. That would be a merger. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to address this with the Southwest Conference because I, as a Southwest Conference guy, tend to refer to the Big 8 Southwest Conference as a merger and it even gets called that in, in just general terms when people reflect on college football history. Yeah, 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 the demise of the Southwest Conference when they merged with the Big Eight. It technically wasn't a merger. And I don't even like saying that as a Southwest guy, and I'll explain in just a second. But I want to go through real quick exactly how that thing played out. Because it can help provide some context for today. And then you can kind of start to think for yourself, okay, how might this play out? So first off, everyone knows that the Big 8 and the Southwest Conference came together to form a brand new conference, which we now know as the Big 12. It was the entire conference, all eight schools in the Big 8, and then Baylor, Texas Tech, Texas, and Texas A&M. The heavy hitters of the Southwest Conference merged with the Big 8. No, no, no. You know what those four schools did? Is they jumped ship on the Southwest Conference. They jumped ship. They left and accepted an invitation from the Big Eight. However, in my opinion, the reason why it was framed and structured to form a new conference from scratch so that it could look like a true merger was more of the pride and arrogance on the Southwest side. And I say that as a Southwest Conference guy. Okay, in other words, Texas was not about to look like the lesser than school or conference in joining the Big Eight. See, the Southwest Conference was, was a heavy hitter from the 60s, 70s, 80s. Then it started to lose its lusters and lose it, some of its luster in the early 90s after Ar Arkansas jumped ship. And, you know, the TV revenue started taking over. And so the last thing that like Texas and Texas A&M wanted was to have this image or perception that like they were less than and their only hope was to join this other conference because their conference couldn't sustain itself even with them being in it, even though that was true. Again, I'm putting my opinion in on this, but I'm, I, I consider myself a pretty avid college football historian. Um, and you're welcome to disagree or those of you that remember it in real time even better than me, uh, Feel free to leave in the comments your thoughts on the matter. But the truth is, those four schools left the Southwest to join the Big Eight, but they structured it and framed it to be a merger or, or a formation of a new conference, I believe, so that those Southwest teams didn't have to look like they were the lesser than. It looked like it was, you know, if anything, two equals coming together. And it was successful. I mean, look at what the Big 12 Conference became in the late 90s, particularly in, in the early 2000s. So... Uh, and it still exists today. I mean, they've, they've obviously gone through their hard times, their down times, and then now they seem to be on the come up with this latest round of realignment. And so, so then what happened? Did the remaining schools vote to dissolve the conference? No, they had a decision to make. Rice, SMU, Houston, and TCU, 
had a decision to make. Do we figure out a way to keep this thing alive? Even though the route things are going and even though the way the media deals are, 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 are coming together, that's, that's not going to be a very good option. Or we can look elsewhere. And that's exactly what they did. SMU, TCU, and Rice accepted invitations to join the WAC. So they also left. Houston, I don't recall. So if you're a Houston fan or you're, you're a, a more avid historian than me, remind me. I don't remember if they went independent or if they joined the CUSA, the Conference USA at that point in time. This would have been 96. Um, so, so, so then as a result of all that, like the conference dissolved because everyone left. And it started with the heavy hitters jumping ship first. But there was never, and, I, and I'm bringing this up because I, I also saw, you know, the latest rumor mill, which I guess, let me, let me go through what the latest rumor mill is, okay, that there are talks between Luck and Oresco discussing merger options. I said yesterday, if Luck and Oresco are having conversations, it's likely Oresco laying out a plan of how, the American cr can, can creatively schedule things to appease the Pac-4, mainly Stanford, okay? Luck and Oresco aren't going to be meeting, so Oresco can talk with Luck about how he can poach his teams. Then there's another rumor that four, there's four commitments. There's four teams committed to joining this new reformed Pac from the AAC, I personally haven't heard that, but as I've said, like that's on the table. Like that's what the PAC's first option is. Now I have my questions. It doesn't make a lot of sense to me. And I have my questions as it pertains to media partner, exit fees, and then paying an exit fee to join a conference where the media partner is unsure at this point in time. Like I understand paying the exit fees right now to join the big 12 when you know your payout's going to be significant. So, so you, you have to feel pretty confident that what you're jumping ship into is set up for success. And so far, what we've seen this summer, that has not been the case for the pack. So I'll, I'll just leave it at that. And then there was this thing floating around about then, you know, the, there, there's, there's going to be a vote to dissolve the American. I'm sorry, guys, and, and this may be beyond my comprehension, but that doesn't make sense to me because that's not how it works. And that's why I wanna, I'm going to get back to the Southwest Big 8 thing in just a second. But I actually reached out to someone in the building, a contact in the building at the American Athletic Conference about that particular rumor as far as the vote to dissolve. And what I got in return was basically like <laughs> almost a don't even insult me with this, please. Like that doesn't even warrant a response. So do with that as you will. But that was what I got back from someone in the building at the American. I mean, I, it wasn't, it wasn't, a, oh yeah, or no. I mean, it was almost, it was like not even going to give attention to that. So like I said, do, do with that as you may. So getting back now to the Southwest Big 8 situation. So it's very interesting because the Pac-4 are in a unique role. On one hand, they're in the same position as Rice, SMU, Houston, and TCU in that they are the four teams that got left behind. And they have a decision to make, just like Rice, TCU, SMU, and Houston did. But then on the other hand, 
they're in a, in a similar position as Texas, Texas A&M, Baylor, and Texas Tech. And here's what I mean by that is there is an element of perception that they do not want to look like the lesser than entity in a potential merger. You, you get what I'm saying? So it's like they don't want to look like the conference that needed the American because the American is a G5 and they are a P5. So if there's any meetings going on discussing options, it's likely something of how can we frame and structure this where it looks like two entities coming together to form something new. That's my guess. And that's just basing it on how history has worked. But it is very unique. On one hand, they're like the four that got left behind. But then on the other hand, they're like the four that don't want to look like the lesser than side of the deal if a merger were to happen. Now, let's hy hypothesize this for a second. What would it take for teams in the American Conference to be left behind? Because I know there's some pockets of the fan base. Your team, you're wondering, are we going to be included in this? Well, the only way like the American Conference is going to dissolve or, or have teams get left behind is if this overwhelming amount of schools choose to jump ship like those four Southwest Conference teams chose to jump ship. Right now, four teams leaving isn't going to kill the conference. Quite frankly, I don't want that to happen. Y'all I, I, know me. I've been, a, I've been a strong proponent for a full-blown merger, and I've expressed my, my reasons why very clearly as to why I believe that's what's best. But just let's just go here for a second. Let's just go down this rumor rabbit trail. Yeah, there we go. We have a whole, a whole new segment on the realignment uh, episodes is a rumor rabbit trail. Four teams leaving, that's going to be about 70 to 80 million in exit fees to go on top of the, I think, 50 million you have coming from Houston, UCF, and Cincy. I mean... You, you start adding those numbers up, and now you might be, if you wanted to put that towards revenue distribution, uh, you could be now looking at taking your $83.3 million per year up to $96 to $100 million per year. I'm not saying that's where they would put the money. I'm just saying, and I'm not a great math genius, but that's how those numbers could look. And then figure out a way to utilize that money either to help the current existing programs invest even more in their programs or go find the next pool of, of up-and-comers that if they just had a little bit more resources, they could become a, 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 a force to reckon with in the college football landscape. But I don't want to go too far down that trail. I'm just saying, in theory, if four teams leave, that would kind of be how that transaction would work. Now, to get back to my original question, what would it take for teams to get left behind? It would require probably four additional teams to get an invite and then to accept that invite. Like, do you, do you see how much more difficult this is to uproot X amount of teams, jump ship to this new conference with four teams and no media deal, and then leave, you know, whatever four teams didn't get invited? Okay, is that on the table? I guess so. Maybe it is. I mean, it's realignment season. Like, everything's on the table. But is that likely? I mean, you guys do the math on that. So, 
I know the rumors are going crazy right now. And, and like, I'm sorry, like I'm not behind closed doors sitting in the meetings, but like at the same time I, I have, I get information I believe is valid. I, I know it's not as much information as you would probably like right now. And I, 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 I'm, I'm the same as you in that regard. I, I wish I had more to offer as well. But I just think, too, like there's an element to this where we got to use common sense and logic and look at history and have an understanding of how things work before we just start going down these different rumor rabbit trails. Um, so. So I guess could 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 the rebuilding pack poach 10 teams from the American, leaving four teams out to dry? Sure. Sure. That's going to be very expensive for those universities. And look, SMU, not a big deal. Talked about that yesterday. I get that. But what those universities better pay attention to is what are we spending all this money to go join? And again, that's why this thing, a, a clean merger between the American and the PAC just makes sense. There's a media partner there. There's a clause to negotiate up. You can retain your auto five status. You have 18 votes now. And then down the line, you're able to get a few Mountain West teams to throw into the fold. That just makes sense to me. I know that's not necessarily what the rumors are showing, but that's just me using my brain. So... And maybe people are using the word merger in the same context that it was used with the Southwest Conference and Big 8, where it's not really a merger. It's actually teams jumping ship. And that's what we got to understand. Like, Michael Resco is not meeting with Oliver Luck to help Oliver Luck, like, transition eight teams to his conference or to the conference that he's consulting for. Just, you know what I'm saying? So, um, trying to think if I had anything else on that. I just wanted to hop on here real quick and, and, and address some of those things specifically um, and trying to think if there were any more questions that had come across. And I get it, man. I get it. It's, it's, it's right, realignment season. It can be unsettling. It it's, can be unnerving. And, you know, it's like all this stuff could be in place and then all of a sudden Stanford could get an invite to the Big Ten. And then that takes you all the way back to the drawing board, potentially. And that's just another thing I feel like the American Conference uh, teams need to take into consideration. Like, what would you be paying all these exit fees to go join? But no, like, I don't see a world where there is this merger that happens between the American and the pack, and then just like four teams are left hanging. Don't know how that would look legally. Don't know how that would look financially. Um. I mean, there definitely would be lawsuits. Definitely, I mean, there's just there's just a lot of gray air. Like, there's there's a lot of things there that don't make sense when you can take into consideration that there is a contract. There's a grant of rights. So, let me know what you're thinking in the comments. Um, I hope it's all over soon. To be honest with you. Uh, we're so close to football season. I'm actually looking forward to talking about football season. I've got some, I feel like some exciting things I'm going to be doing uh, this fall uh, as far as, you know, game recaps and even in-game kind of play-by-play watch parties and stuff like that right here on the on the channel. So I, I'm ready to start getting to that stuff and, and, and moving away from realignment. But as I've been saying, once the dominoes start falling, they're going to fall fast. All right, that's it for me today. Trey Smith, College Game Time. Every day, we rise, 
challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.